0: Let's Whoa. talk about Krautrock, Let's talk work? Noi.
1: Noi. Why aren't we talking about Noi? What is Krautrock? You don't know Street. Noi? I am sorry. I, you don't know Noi.
0: I am getting very stressed out that the head of our school does not know about Noi. These are the people teaching our kids. Our kids are sponges. And when they leave here, what they listen to now will affect them the rest of their lives.
1: G'day, listeners. You're tuned to Sound Waves, a podcast that explores the nexus between surfing and music and the nefarious spaces in between. Between the wave and the rave, between the heaving shack and the Marshall stack, between neoprene and spandex, the mosh pit and the death pit, fiberglass and vinyl, the boogie and the board, between Brian Eno and George Greeno. So wax up, you stick, crank up the stereo, Paddle out into the secret sonic surf spot. That is sound waves. Tales from the shack. 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 Wow. Wow. Guten Morgen.
0: (laughs) Good night. Guten Abend, mein Schatz. (laughs) Baguettes. (laughs) (laughs) Baguettes. We're not. We're not talking French, mate. We're not
1: talking French. Only it's. It's all German all day. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm. I've well, had my kart- Kartoffel for breakfast, and I am yeah. ready to go.
0: Get going, get going. Well, um, okay. I before before we go any further, I'd like to apologise in advance to our Teutonic listeners. I know we've got a few of them. So uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> anything we say in this episode should be struck from the uh, podcasting record. <laughs> Nah, but um, we, um... yeah it's look mate it's um it's it's been a long time between between drinks so yeah <clears throat> uh we we uh yeah life life has got the better of me um my uh my life work balance or work life balance is definitely skewed in the uh work quadrant which is fucking stupid so
1: um uh, look, the, gotta...
0: uh, all all the, all the best laid plans right
1: Right. You, um, yeah, you, you're in high demand. That's, that's your problem. Yeah. Well, it's, it's good to be loved, right? It's good to be loved. Yeah.
0: Um, and the, and the waves have been, uh, it hasn't, hasn't so far been a classic autumn by any means, but, um, we've had, we've had some good days. Um, <clears throat> the banks actually are not, yeah, they're a little bit funky. It's kind of funky everywhere. It's a bit, bit weird. So,
1: um, yeah okay i mean bit... i saw someone go right at mandaka the other day um, on a clip somewhere so that's oh really i, I did that's, see that uh, that's a good sign that things are a bit weird
0: yeah i mean the whole of um the whole of europe had a terrible summer and maybe that just meant the mm. the flushing out of banks kind of didn't um didn't re- didn't eventuate but uh um and we haven't really had any monster Mondo Mondo swells.
1: Um right, to rip rip the banks up a bit or whatever.
0: Yeah. Although funnily enough, tomorrow um <clears throat> our local beach, the um the local surf club, um, and I'm not talking I'm not talking budgie smugglers here, buddy. I'm talking surf. Uh the local surf club's having its uh what's it's kind of like a biannual contest, um, and I'm one of the judges actually, which is quite quite. I've been invited to be a, a judge all day, which what? Would be quite
1: funny. <laughs> That's yeah. so good.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I, 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 they had a kind of, um, they had an uh, what would you say an opening night barbecue uh, of of the season. There's a little clubhouse and stuff. It's pretty cool. Uh, last weekend and uh, i mean i know you know i've been surfing here for a few years so i know i'll know most of the guys um if not by name by certainly by face and uh yeah i mean obviously uh there was a lot of people but then i um uh, chatting away for a couple of hours i, I kind of realized oh fuck um i'm probably the oldest person <laughs> at the base <laughs> <laughs> um it's not not like we're not in uh <laughs> Not in the northern beaches anymore, Toto. It's um, uh, <clears throat> the uh, you know we've talked about this before, but the the culture's a bit uh, younger here, so the, there's none of these uh 85 year old shredders out there, you know.
1: Wow, so you're you're um you're one of the uh, the old guard. Mm. Mm. Wow, wow. But the fu- uh, but the funny thing
0: is, so tomorrow morning we're meeting down there at the crack of the crack of dawn, um, and it's going to be offshore it's going to be pretty cold, but it's also going to be two point five meters at thirteen seconds oh,
1: wow' so, <laughs> it's <painful> judging that <laughs> well the, we're,
0: um, i think the well the the problem is where you know our local it's pretty exposed so i mean that mm. that kind of that kind of uh, size and secondage um yep. we're actually we're probably going mobile because there's a little Around the around the corner, there's a little uh, kind of left hand reefy, slabby thing. So hopefully, we're going to be sit- sitting there all day, which could could oh, be I really fun. She... Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. And it's going to be it's going to be pretty windless tomorrow. So um, yeah, <clears throat> it'd be interesting. But we're um uh, winter. It's funny because autumn, well, s- surf wise and maybe even weather wise, autumn here just seems to have disappeared. We go uh, last week; it was hot and to yesterday we lit our fire for the first time, so it's like fucking ah, one yeah. one minute to, one minute to the next.
1: Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> so
0: yeah, it's a, it's a uh, it's a weekend of surf surf action.
1: Nice. Um And most surf comps they have a bit of music blasting. Um maybe <laughs> Yeah, I would,
0: um... I, Well, no, I would. I would imagine so. They had some good tunes playing the other night. They've got the full setup, and oh, how's this? They, I even get paid to do it. I get. Uh, <gasps> Yeah. yeah, it's, it's so it's, good. It, it's the weirdest thing. I mean, it's it's kind of like a, a a nominal fee, but they uh they feed us and um and pay us. Oh my god, that's a yeah, lot better than a- our local um <laughs>
1: contests and you
0: know. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's more well, maybe it's wow. a maybe it's something to get the uh get the punters in, but it's quite funny. The the whole idea is 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 pretty good. So there's that's not awesome. really, there's not really that kind of whole clubby culture here. So I don't mean clubby. I mean surf club culture. So, yeah, right. Yeah, it's um, it's a new thing, but it's interesting. It's it's good for the community.
1: Good stuff. Yeah, for Ooh, sure. For sure. Yeah. So uh, that's
0: that's my kind of surf. Uh, my whole surf existence in a in a a, a little nutshell. What about you? You you finally got back
1: in the water after the oh, isol iso-
0: M- mondo isolationo
1: i did i had a had a good um breakout surf on the, um when i did get out there with uh Upworld, world um, o dog a few others you? camo uh, oh, yeah and uh i got a new board New board. uh yeah <clears throat> lsd the lsd capture i think i did mention that before but yep, had a yep. go of it for the first time and Oof, to be fast, it's actually almost too fast for me. You know what I mean? Was have, it? I was it, this, it was high five, high five shredding. It was. uh Woof. <laughs> well, the board was doing good things. I was just trying <laughs> to to stay on. I actually got a little barrel in it, and um, you know, we talk about this a lot. How we, I think, we both close our eyes in the barrel. Well, like, this time, I had my eyes open, and I was enjoying the views for about a millisecond, and a big. Blob of water just splashed me in the face, and I couldn't see for the rest of the barrel. <laughs> <It's like> my <laughs> eyes were oh, uh, irrigated. It was uh, pretty funny. Uh, but anyway, thanks LSD for another epic stick. Um, well, it's,
0: um, you got to you got to think that um, LSD is certainly in in vogue, on vogue, on point, and on vogue.
1: Yeah, he's, he's um, yeah, he's going, going great guns. So yeah, it's great. Good that's
0: great. Good, good to see one person from our high school's made a fucking success of themselves.
1: That's right. The um, the high school parole officer is um, <laughs> is quite proud of LSD. Uh, um, yeah. Well, um, yeah. having having said that,
0: um, from our high school, that's probably the uh, the only kind of successful business
1: name that would come out of it. <laughs> that's right. Ah, uh, yeah, what a place. Oof. Um well, um and music wise, anything out and,
0: there? well uh, oh I tell you what, um my cousin was here from England last weekend and we were at one stage dancing to Dead or Alives, you spin me right round. So is that wow. a if, if if that's a uh, if that's a, an indication of how good things got or how bad things got that i'll let the i'll let you listener um decide that but uh yeah, yeah we we liked it at the time but um i don't know i don't know how uh how how good i feel about that <laughs> uh,
1: no no i'm i'm glad you can share that i'm glad you feel mm. safe safe enough to <laughs> share
0: that i was in my safe space so um <clears throat> and um uh, apart from that music wise I mean, been getting into some music for researching this episode, but no, I'm I'm not not really. What What about you, mate?
1: Well, yeah, yeah, I've been getting into um everything Germanic um lately, but uh, on a yeah, it was just a random thing. We were sitting at home Friday afternoon and got a message from um Shotgun Willie, the the uh, purveyor of all things excellent when it comes to music. He's just yep. got the taste of uh anyway, if he tells you to listen to something, it's you just do it. Anyway he had tickets for a show that night in town that he couldn't make it to and he and he threw us the tickets and um so we went out to see a band uh, actually went out to see a band Get
0: the fuck out of here.
1: It was actually a very country tinged yep. uh, band called, or well, the the chick, the lead singer is called Caitlin Harnett, and the band's called the Pony Boys, and so very very country, but very, I would say probably alt country, right? Or pop, you know, just good good country, Yeah, you know? yep. and it was awesome. It was what really was the venue? Uh, the
0: Lansdowne. Oh, get the fuck out of town. Um always good to get stuck into a bit of new music that's for sure so good so actually good. i do I, this is kind of music related well i guess it is because it led me to listen to something um i listened to a bit of um an album that i bought a long time ago mass appeal's jazz um oh, wow. i don't know if, i don't know if you remember mass appeal but um yeah they were quite <coughs> yeah quite, quite heavy big. Well, yeah,
1: um, they actually get mentioned by uh, Timmy Rogers in a You Are My Song. They kind of get um, ah, name checked. There so you go. They've got, they've
0: got cred. Well, um, listen, the, uh, the album is anything but jazz. Um, but the reason that I started listening to it was uh, I saw a picture <clears throat> that Mental Ben had put on his Instagram. And oh, how
1: good's Mental Ben?
0: Yeah, go Mental Ben and um in that picture someone had made a comment about uh waterfront records uh, maybe the picture even had waterfront anyway um and there was a, there was a bit of a thread of comments and then um, i wrote on the comment to mental ben uh yeah you know i remember catching the catching the uh the hell 90 up the uh, <laughs> up the beaches and um making the pilgrimage to waterfront buying mass appeals jazz and maybe even a few Hellmen albums and uh, mental Ben was like, you fuck yeah.
1: Go, <laughs> go <Waterfront." laughs> Pretty classy presentation from waterfront. Isn't it? It's a beautiful looking thing. Mm. Yeah. Who's responsible for the drowning person on the cover? Uh,
0: it's actually taken from a, the idea was actually from a town and country at town and country surf or ad we saw in a surfer magazine and Ben and I and another friend we were just talking about and we just went from there
1: is a track from the album the album is called Jazz it's on the Waterfront label it's beautiful, the cover especially and this is a track called Everything At Once Uh, we got some feedback, too, or some look-back action. Excellent. All right. For one of our older episodes, uh, mm-hmm. the surf music one, whatever we called that, um, subliminal surf tunes. Yep. Uh, I got a message from Calvo off the yacht. Um, oh, Calvo. I'm not sure what, sure what yacht he's on. I think he changed yachts. Um, anyway, it's a, he... It's a, it's
0: a big one, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, he only does big. And um, he, he just mentioned... Um, uh, he just says so I felt pertinent to share this after last episode. Um, this song's got some heavy Neil Young vibes. Oh, he also said he sent us an email. Let me know if I got the right address. So you might want to check if you got. Ah, uh,
0: okay,
1: yeah, yeah, I'll Calvo, but we'll do that later. Sorry, Calvo. Our our um secretary's been a bit slack lately. Um, yeah, I think anyway. I, I
0: think I think the secretary might have forgotten the password for the email. So um, why
1: do I... <laughs> it's uh, it's isn't it Stan one two three. <laughs> um, Shh, anyway, sh- oh sorry. Um, yeah, Cowboy sent us uh, uh, the surfing magazines. The name of the band, Voices Carry Through the Mist, and I, I actually have heard that song before. And it's very, it's got a huge Neil Young vibe. Um, and but yeah, I think they're good. Yeah, we'll stick that on. So thanks for that, Definitely Buddy Ripper. This. So there you um,
0: go on your cowboy. That's cool. That's very cool. Um, I've actually um, I'd like to say welcome to Torsten and Corey, uh, two new listeners, um, courtesy of Rich, my brother-in-law, <clears throat> and uh, Torsten, very aptly, is um, uh, a German uh, dude who's uh, very ap- very apropos today's uh, episode. Um, uh, living in Oz for a long time and Corey is a globe trotting uh Norwegian um based uh-huh. based down in Thrul I believe at the moment. Um okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um shout out to them and uh shout out to Rich, my brother in law, who keeps sending me messages saying, when are you gonna fucking record another episode? I've I've been I think I've listened to them all. So
1: go guys. Uh, I don't know. If, yeah, that's so good. Welcome. Welcome aboard. Uh and how's Richie? I mean, I think I pretty much I think I feel like I could just retire happy knowing that Richie actually just <laughs> listens to us. That's he's, like, that oh he, he's
0: been he's been driving around uh Sydney at all hours listening to us too if I can speak shit.
1: So can I have one more look back? Uh you know our um our uh, one episode with the one surfboard and the one tune. I did my um, Investor to Give Journalism. And um, uh, I actually forgot to mention Andrew Kidman came back to me. I said, oh. okay, if you have, you can only <coughs> oh, just, choose just one. Leave, just leave Kidman out of it, you know? yeah. uh, I said, if you have only one surfboard and one music album to choose, which would you choose? And he just wrote, I couldn't choose. Dot dot dot. <laughs> that is so cute, man. It's like, I'm not doing that. Fuck you. <laughs> well at least you at least it took the effort to say that I'm not fucking doing that. So, oh. well all right we, um get into the meat and um get into potatoes. the potatoes.
0: Uh, well literally the 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 uh pop, or however you say it mm. let's get in. let's get into the fucking sauerkraut right let's now. do it yeah. all right kraut rock and the non-surf surf destination oh
1: yeah you know, i don't know this where a...
0: the idea came but um from but uh kraut, uh kraut rock i was reading an article about it and so i thought Fuck, we've, we yeah. haven't gone we haven't gone down the kind of semi-obscure kind of uh avenue just yet um no. and then I, I was trying to think what's a link with surf and well maybe non-surf i decided yep. that what i'm trying to do is to make a link between kraut rock and a particular area that is not known for surf but which Ah. is a hardcore surf area that's that's my mission for this episode so wow your your um your idea may well and hopefully is completely fucking different Apart apart from the kraut rock of course
1: well i've 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 dealt into a few little realms of of um apart from Krout rock, which I'm I'm loving, uh, a little bit of German punk, um, which was interesting, and um, but basically my idea is um, oh I just discovered some some ultra secret kind of uh, I don't know what you'd call it probably um, conspiratorially um, minded sort of theories which i you know I'm famous for. But yeah. uh, I, I just I just think that there is a Dan Carlin style alternate history that could have happened, that probably should have happened, and we would uh, we would all be in a different world at the moment. We'd be, I think, surfing better surfboards, listening <laughs> to better music, okay, um, <clears throat> getting our shit it. together, and um, basically, yeah, the world would be a vastly different place. And um, I want that's to hear it. it. Yeah.
0: Epic, mate. Epic.
1: Well, so there um, you go. Can
0: I um so for the uh for the listener, um, and maybe even the uh the the hosts of this um fair program, um maybe we might need to just say Krautrock, what the fuck is it?
1: Yeah. Well um, can I start oh can I start with a quote? Absolutely. Always, always. always. Uh because JFK famously um visited Berlin, um, uh, during his reign as, as uh, president. And, uh, he, he, I don't know if you remember his famous speech, but I, I've got, I've got, a little ich bin that ein Berliner. well, that's what, that's what the history books say, but actually this is the, I don't know if this is the original version of the script, but, um, uh, might've changed at the last minute, but this is the one I got it says, uh, JFK all music lovers, wherever they may live are <laughs> citizens of Berlin and therefore. <laughs> As a crate digging vinyl junkie, <laughs> I take pride in the words Ich bin ein Kraut Rocker.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. JFK. He was so so JFK. ahead of his time. He was like yeah. he was at least seven years ahead of his time. <clears throat> <laughs> he was He was he crazy. And, yeah. he, and you know, and I I think that even the uh even the the hardest of kraut rockers would would melt it, you know. His style was a bit preppy. It wasn't exactly crowd rock rock esque, but you know his yeah. heart was his heart was in the right place. And geez, could he fucking find some obscure vinyl? That boy,
1: <laughs> he could.
0: <clears throat> he was fucking out of control. Renowned, yeah. renowned, yeah. renowned for his philandering ways and his obscure vinyl collection. Mm. Uh, yeah. You know, mo- of course, our our listeners are the most fucking musically astute, educated mm-hmm. people on the planet. But anyhow, so. Pardon me if I'm insulting your intelligence, listener. <laughs> <clears throat> so it began out of nothing, was given a joke name, and became the pop influence de jure, or however you say that in German. Kraut rock, komische musik, elo- elo- elektronische musik, or whatever you wish to call German experimental rock from the 1970s. Cited and adapted by artists as diverse as Q-tip, the horrors whose epic sea within a sea convincingly updates that new Motorik foals, Deer Hunter and even Oasis but don't let the last what? one but don't let the last one put, put you off okay it be, it began out of the revolutionary student movement of 1967 and 68 one strand formed communes and became political activists others began to attempt a new German music that was not Schlager the mainstream music of the day Their quest was given added impetus by the fact that many of these war babies knew that their history had been erased. They had nothing, but that meant freedom. This was their year zero. Informed by Karl-Heinz Stockhausen, the Mothers of Invention, the Velvet Underground, and Pink Floyd, among others, the late 1960s and early 70s saw the formation of many key groups. Cannes, Faust, Amon, Du, I don't know how to say that, organisation, later Kraftwerk, guru guru and tangerine dream many of whom, whom were released on german labels such as Awe and brain so there you there you go that's kraut rock in three paragraphs
1: that's sick that's so Ooh. good yeah, yeah but that, that whole yeah.
0: thing about the uh these war babies knew that their history had been erased it's pretty fucking radical
1: that is amazing isn't it mm. um yeah so Wow, where do you start with that? So it was almost like they, there was a different, like you said, like a blank slate. Whereas we, as the West kind of had, or well, the West is, you know, I suppose music wise is normally just UK and America. They had that, I don't know, what a history of country music and ja- <laughs> jazz and blues to build upon to, for their template for rock i suppose
0: yeah i don't think that somehow i mean we the, we got to mention the elephant in the room i don't think hitler was too big on preserving um too many uh you know mm. mu- i'm sure that you know whatever the uh i don't know what the schlager music is and i'm sure that um one yeah, of one of our, just- one of our uh, listeners might tell us but um and i'm sure that obviously uh wagner got preserved but a lot of stuff kind of went by the wayside right
1: yeah I think so and um what well, I do I do have as part of my Dan Carlin alternate history the uh, theory of um, what could have could have been I suppose so um, but yeah yeah um well yeah but you mentioned the motorik uh in there now yes. can I can I give you my little take on on all that absolutely because I think for me that that's something I never really, noticed before but the motoric drumming style of Krautrock is just see I just like I've just it's my new thing I love it um, yep. and yep. <laughs> and for those who don't know what it is it's I think motoric means kind of motor skill in German um, and it's just this relentless beat mm. and it's like this three uh, four four beat with the emphasis on the third beat so it goes. I'm a, I can't jump so what is it One, two, three. Three, two three, mm-hmm. and it, but like super kind of fast and just mm-hmm. and um, I'll put some samples on it. But the guy from Neu, um, yep. uh, Klaus Stinger, he was a, um, a pioneer of, of the um, Motorik style, and um, I love <coughs> I love some of the quotes about Motorik because there was that kind of I suppose, what would you call it? Um, constricted society, I suppose. In, well, in, yeah, in, absolutely boxed but in. But they totally. did, But what they but what they did have was the barns, you know, autobahns I should say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so this is, um, this is talking about Klaus Dinger, the drummer from Neu says, Neu's drummer Klaus Dinger became famous for his metronomic pulsating rhythm that instilled a sublime sensation of restrained exhilaration, which received the name Motorik from music critics. Neu's music was a celebration of the freedom provided by the Autobahn, as well as a frantic effort to escape the strictures of civic training it had no discernible goal except to get lost in speed. Nice.
0: Crazy. Nice. That's and um, yeah, yeah. And, so
1: th- and, and this is Klaus Dinger talking about it himself. And he actually didn't call it motorik. He called it uh, Apache beat. But um, was, Wow, that's cool. Similar vibe. But he said, I've never called the beat motorik myself. That sounds more like a machine. And it was very much a human beat. It's a feeling, like a picture, like driving down a long road or lane. It is essentially about life, how you have to keep moving, get on and stay in motion, to be driven by the drive, breaking on through. To so, the other um, side. Yeah, so, woof. Yeah, so, yeah, it's so one of my favorite songs that shows that is by um, Noy, it's called um, uh, Fur uh, Ima. touched on they have they have influenced um a lot of um contemporary kind of people so, uh, the, well, war on, <laughs> the war on drugs king mm-hmm. gizzard and the lizard wizard love a bit of motoric beat uh stereo lab um oh,
0: absolutely and um uh, uh juridi column um oh, wow. a- absolutely yeah they've got that kind of that beat going on big time um and I mean obviously, as we'll probably discuss the the motoric beat, which which originally i guess was man-made um obviously got transformed into uh, a not dissimilar electronic beat by the likes of um Kraftwerk, of course um and then many others right I mean the, mm. the I think one interesting thing about Kraut, Kraut rock. And uh, actually, another thing uh, talking about um, journalists uh, coining terms, Kraut rock itself obviously um, would not be, um, the Germans wouldn't call themselves Krautrockers, rockers, not initially at least, because Kraut like, is a. Well, kraut was a derogatory term, obviously, that um, was used used by soldiers in the Second World War. It was coined by a British journalist, actually. um, Right, uh, okay. As a a slur against um, those people. But um, one thing I find quite uh, incredible is how you've got this one, ostensibly this one uh, musical style that actually kind of explodes into a whole variety of styles I mean you know and influences everything from I don't know I guess you could even say prog rock mm-hmm. straight up rock metal uh il- certainly electronic music fucking um ambient music uh I read an article that said go a trance is like a straight fucking main line to um to Kraut rock, so no um, way. all of the all of those of all of those of you who've been tripping on tripping balls on the on a beach and goa to some fucking trance, you, you'll know what you'll know what that um motoric beat feels like inside your wow. soul
1: and how and yeah, wow, we all have we've all been there, we've all been um, there. but how's this? And I have to mention Brian Eno, it's uh, it's in our contract. you know alert you know. he he had down three three of the best drum beats ever invented were the krautrock motorik beat james brown's funk and uh fella fela cootie's afro beat so yeah. it's it's like it's yeah. that's it i mean Oof, what other beats well, you, do you need you,
0: well you can't you no no one can, i would say um the beat on tomorrow never knows is pretty good but that's maybe just okay. one one okay. song but you can't argue with the eno you can't it's impossible you must you mustn't
1: good tasting eno soothes heartburn and
0: relieves acid indigestion in seconds bubbly,
1: bubbly, 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 bubbly. <laughs>
0: um uh, there was, uh, there, was a, there was a there was a quote that i thought was really interesting and uh, maybe uh, as we explore it a bit more, this might um, make more sense. But anyway, I'll chuck it in now. Um, it, they said that German music from this period is a bit like the TARDIS. You, you got through a narrow portal into a huge dynamic space.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, so there was this That's kind
0: cool. of... Yeah, this, and, and ah. this little community
1: that was just creating this big noise in every way. So good. Mm. Yeah. And the crazy thing I, I think like especially when I listen to because I was pretty late to the party with um a lot of this these bands and especially with Noi, which I only just discovered that's how you pronounce it, spelled N-E-U. I think Noi. with an with an exclamation mark. Yeah. So Noi. uh I think it just means new, doesn't it? Anyway. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Um you listen to like again that Hello Gallo song or any of their songs it sounds like it's so modern it sounds like it's something from the 2000s like some some hipster band in new york somewhere has has kind of cranked this out but it's from not like one of their earliest albums was 1973 it just sounds so modern it's nuts crazy um so yeah i'm going back
0: to influences there's um uh well, there's a whole list that I, I can go on, but um, there is a guy called Klaus Schultz and he's he's got, he's kind of on the ambient spec, end of the spectrum, I suppose. Um, oh, yeah. And he's got this song called Totem. I mean, and it's 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 like, uh, I don't know, it's like Future Sound of London um, oh, and orbit Orbital kind of, um, you know, were the progeny of of this guy, um, and uh, talking about things you can't pronounce, Armon 2. Yeah. Um, they got some fucking great names. Um, I don't know. This is D U U L, but both U's have the umlauts over them, so I don't know how to, how you fuck you would spell that. Um, uh, one of the boys from Germany can tell us that, and he's got this song called it, another another great title archangel thunderbird <laughs> That's so and i i recommend you listen to Arch- archangel thunderbird it's like some sort of proto metal freak out fest it's fucking it's awesome what? there's like there's like shades of metal there's shades of uh i don't know what what, what would you call it um oh, wow. i mean even even grungy kind of stuff you know and it's i think it's it's like 1971 or uh oh here we go 19 yeah it's it's, and they're saying it's it's kind of like the earliest prog rock um yeah so I I definitely would recommend you um getting stuck into it and it it has a man in a dress with the scythe on the cover which (laughs) which looks pretty rad
1: You with umlauts and an L in the, in the computer. I'm just going to see if it's actually going to say it now. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Duel. 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 Oh, yeah, very long. Duel. Duel. You hear okay. that? Yeah, 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 Okay, there we go. I'm sure that's
0: right. All right. I'm on Duel too. <laughs> um, uh, more influ- uh, can obviously um, kind of, I guess, would be the most famous of the, of the crowd mm-hmm. rock bands um and they have a a really great song called paper house um which i recommend it's like the video looks like someone in the 90s tried to make the worst kind of hippie video that you've ever seen and um yeah but they're very earnest and the song's actually fantastic it's got this crazy um again really the motoric beat um and there is a fantastic song by Q Tip, um, which essentially just rips off the whole fucking beat. um uh, the, It's called Man Woman Boogie. Man
1: Woman Boogie, yeah. Get out. Make it easy. Uh-huh. Good guy, make it easy. Good guy, make it easy, you know. Get out. Man and woman, get down. Good god make it easy. Good guy, make it easy, you know. Get out. Man and woman, get down. Man and woman, be patrolling the earth. Put shit in the game Citizens Of the world We running now Precious time is a greenest of sand Ignore it by the hand Work hard man everyday every for, for another man's plan Man orders woman when he come home Get your ass in the air My Woman wants as her as I mean. just as much as he does But makes him think she don't care uh-huh. Man and woman in the same where I'm from We have a things in the mind uh-huh. Minimum wage and an internet page protect themselves from crime.
0: By Q-tip, which uh, the, the, I would suggest you have listen to. We'll listen to both songs because, um, certainly the oh, uh, wow. yeah, <coughs> wow.
1: the,
0: yeah, the influence. And um, going on to Can, um, they were pretty rad because they literally did not, um, yeah, they were they were like they certainly did not give five or, th- or three or uh. <coughs> spy fucks about anything you know? fucks wow. <laughs> yeah uh, again as um as demonstrated by their their videos
1: check it out sick well um that's awesome um so we so we keep going with the music because i got a couple yeah, of other I little so. um, rabbit holes well how's <laughs> this 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 is crazy i i in my kind of you know delving i found this um this song popped up uh, and it was by a band or, or by a, a musician, I'm not even too sure, called Kosmischer Läufer, which I think means cosmic runner. Right. And so, so basically there are these kind of um, uh, sort of secret psych-up music tapes made for the uh, East German Olympic team. Shh. Uh, Uh, I'll read this out. It says, in the 70s um, and early 80s, the East German Olympic program employed the electronic composer, Martin Ziegsny, to create workout soundtracks um, for the East German teams. Shimmering motoric pulse-driven music that in combination with a top-secret doping program would aid the athletes in their goal to become the ultimate menschen-maschinen. I think man-machine, I think. (laughs) Um, yeah. no, some of the tracks- how cra- how yeah. Kraftwerk is that? Mm. Some of the tracks have been released on the album "Cosmische Laufe, um, the cosmic music of the East German Olympic program. Uh, in an interview, Zygnet Sieg, discusses how he was influenced by West German artists like Kraftwerk, Cluster, and Neu, um, and he discovered the music uh, which was banned in East East Germany by listening to a Dusseldorf radio, and um, which he picked up in in, in his native Dresden. Um, and he thought that the sound, that hypnotic um, Modric beat would be good for, um, to help athletes um, focus. Um, so he was telling about it. Um, and so then the things t- turn real cloak and dagger and kind of um, lives of others-ish. And so he mentioned this to one of his co-workers. Next thing you know, he's whisked into an official car, spirited off to an athletics camp on the outskirts of Berlin, where he is put to work composing spa- space rock fugues on temperamental Soviet synthesizers, the
0: bloody program... hell! Imagine,
1: imagine what a Soviet synth sounded like. Ah, yeah. the, the program was finally shut down in nineteen eighty-three, but some of the music miraculously survived. Says Ziknet, "I was, not, I was, uh, I was not supposed to take the music from the studio as it was state property, but I did manage to sneak a lot out. We thought the um, master tapes had been destroyed when the wall came down, but some survived." And they transferred them to digital in the early nineties. Bloody hell! Uh, and so some of that—I'll I'll play some of that. That's pretty cool. But uh, look, I mean, I—I've got the feeling the whole thing could be a little bit of a hoax. That whole story, but I think it's still Sight. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm um, just and um, uh, just sight. going back to the part of that where he was listening to music from Düsseldorf or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd just like to um, mention a good mate of mine, uh, Luke, otherwise known as Rick, um, <laughs> Rick Mail, because he looks and acts just like Rick Mail. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, and he grew up in. Berlin, West Berlin, because his dad was the head of Radio Free Europe. What? Um, yeah, so he was he was employed, I believe it was. I believe that he was employed by the CIA actually, um, and they were pumping they were pumping Western music over the wall. Yeah, rock and roll.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah That's absolutely. Right. So, rock and um, roll, and look jeans. That's how you. Yeah. So so Luke grew up. Uh,
0: Luke grew up around uh, probably fucking um a bit of bit of faust i would imagine
1: that's nuts
0: <laughs> yeah so um so so talking about faust because we haven't mentioned them too much uh, another crazy cr- bunch of kraut rockers faust um faust were kind of called for a while the german Beatles, um wow. and they had they were pretty out there they 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 scored a a um scored a hell of a um record deal with uh, I think it was Polydor anyway um and they got 30,000 Deutschmarks which is about 160,000 pounds today so it's not it's not a an insignificant amount of money um yeah. ah and actually the um so that Schlager was bubblegum pop right uh, so Schlager okay. was just just crap so anyway, they took this 130,000 Deutschmarks and fucked off to an old school. Um, <clears throat> and then it says, and this is, I'm quoting this from an article, at which point the story gets more legendary still. Vast quantities of drugs were taken and the wearing of clothes was optional. Meals were meals were frequently taken in the nude and the band's drummer, Arnulf Meifert My, rode a donkey naked through a nearby village. course we had a grand time and we were naked we were stoned a lot we had lots of good times but most of the time we were in the studio we never practiced but we always jammed improvised recorded music 80 percent of the time um we had an opportunity and we used it i mean it's not like we did fuck all and just enjoy the money we didn't have money that's another myth about faust <clears throat> that we had thousands of marks thrown at us it went into the studio paying for the sound engineer and equipment we drove an old rusty car and sometimes ate dog food. It's things <laughs> like that. No stardom, but we had a good life. So that's kind of like the ethos of Krautrock. They, it's yeah. just so kind of so anti... It's just so anti-fame and fortune and anything like that. It's just kind of total, wit, total we don't give mm. a fuckness. Mm. Uh, and it's actually, they were, they were once described, Faust was once described as the laziest band ever. So... Because obviously, obviously conflicting uh, yeah, stories. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Just, just going back to what we'd said in um, one of the members, another one of the members of Faust uh, says, um, Hitler destroyed music. It was, forbidden oh, to, it was forbidden to play this and that. So after the breakdown of the Third Reich, there was nothing left to build on. This is just what we, we talked about. Nothing yeah. left to build on, except the very fantastic English and American musicians. We thought let the British do what they're able to do because they're brilliant, but we don't have to make the same. That's bullshit. Um, yeah, that's great. We didn't. So we good. didn't. We didn't care about conventions, and we were not looking for stardom. So
1: yeah, and it is interesting. I mean, like, and 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 some, but some of the English artists that did go to Germany, obviously the Beatles spent a bit of time there, gigging. Um, but um, and then Bowie famously had his Berlin trilogy.
0: Um, well and of course um uh that berlin trilogy were not only was
1: bowie but it was Iggy pop and lou reed right uh yeah i think they were all hanging out um um now we haven't talked about any surfing yet But oh, oh, before before we do, you know I love a good concept album, and this is actually an Australian band did a whole uh, concept album. Uh, This is in the two thousands, but it was album was called uh, the band's called Black Cab, and the album was called The Games of the Twenty First Olympiad, which I think was the seventy six games in Montreal.
0: En concurrent royaume, respectueux des règles qui les régissent, et désireux d'y participer dans un esprit chevaleresque pour la gloire.
1: Basically, it's a concept album of the East German Olympic team, which were highly doped and uh, <laughs> supercharged. Uh, Cornelia Ender, I think she won about four gold medals and had uh, uh, a little bit of help from a. From, uh, apparently, she denied even knowing about it, which you can understand, you know, that, that probably just gave her a little pills here and there, and she thought, wow, well, I'm really swimming well. But she would have got more golds if it wasn't for our own Shane Gould to actually beat her a couple sure. of times. Right. This song called Super Madchen, which I think means Supergirl. Um, I'll put that on as some um, excellent. Yeah, so, yeah. The German uh, influence runs deep in, in a lot of, yeah, like you said, in, in electronic music for sure. you with my connection between Germany and a, a an alternate reality that there could have been. Absolutely. Okay. Well, you, you know, you, you... I think you got me on to Dan Carlin. Uh, the podcasting historian uh, royalty... Par excellence. Ex- anyway, he... he uh, He used to do a lot more, but he used to do these kind of, you know, alternate realities, you know, what if and... Dan Carlin, it's hardcore history. Give you an example of what I mean. Ever fought an elephant in hand-to-hand combat? You, your relatives, your neighbors, some acquaintances get together on your street, I'll give you some swords and some spears and some javelins, and I'm gonna put an elephant on the other side of the street with one guy on top of him, and I'm gonna tell you to go get each other. Put that mental image in your mind for a second but I discovered uh, an alternate reality that could have happened uh, in the Second World War, you know. And I know the, the, hit, the, the, the kind of Hitler elephant in the room has to be mentioned, but I, I think it could have turned out very differently. Um, have you heard of, uh, you've, you've probably heard of Operation Valkyrie. Yeah. Which was the um, attempt to kill Hitler, uh, assassinate yes. him. At least but have you heard of Operation Val?
0: (laughs) Uh no. I mean I think no
1: No, but this was such a pity because this was uh this was such a such a um a lost opportunity. This this was early on in the war when things could have taken a much different turn. Um so basically the plot of Operation Val was um to kidnap Hitler. Mm-hmm. And I think Mussolini I'm not too sure maybe even the Japanese Emperor but definitely Hitler and that what they were going to do is they're going to take Hitler to a subtropical island yep. with like pumping surf and teach them how to surf yep and like <laughs> so expose them to the surf lifestyle and and then just take them back and like just put them back in in their in their positions and. that was that was it that was the plan um the whole the whole
0: whole vibe would have changed
1: right yeah and it's not and it's not what you think it's not that they would be like all peace and love and hippie it's just that as you know surfers can't organize shit (laughs) so it's just fucking hopeless if you've been to like to any surf comp or any kind of I don't know. Community event run by a surfer, you know, it's going to turn to shit. So yep, that yep. was that. That was the plan. And so the problem was, um, um, uh, the the problem was that the, the whole operation was was organized by surfers in the first place. And, um, and so they're all there in Casablanca on the eve of the um, of the operation. And word came through that it was a swell hitting uh, Morocco. And, um, the points were going to fire up so they just ditched the whole operation um I said, uh, in let, the, in, yeah it says it says the, in the group commander said um this is an article i found about it, it said uh <laughs> the group commander said the guru's saying three meters 15 seconds so we're freaking loading up some of monty's tanks and heading to the atlantic coast oh, so <laughs> how good were
0: those those tanks would be perfect on those uh desert beaches as well
1: yeah so monty woke up and found a few of his tanks missing but um I reckon
0: you could uh, strap, strap a shitload of shitload of boards to a fucking
1: um, uh, a Sherman, for sure, for sure. Uh, but anyway, so a lost opportunity, I think, because I, I think the thing is, then, then the the alternate reality would have been the war was, wouldn't have been such a huge shit show, right? Yeah, Germany could have actually, instead of gone to war, actually kind of be been. Kind of a hotbed of innovation and um, creativity in in Europe, yeah. And but but the thing about the German way of doing things is, I know it's probably a cliche, but there is that level of organisation and skill uh, that, that comes out of it. And I think that motorik drumming beat is a good example of that. Like amongst the chaos, there's <coughs> this just um, precision, and and if that floated down through the surfing world, I think. the world would be a lot different place. I think a lot better because I don't know. I don't know what you think about the whole concept of hand shaping surfboards, but I don't think the Germans would have been into it. I reckon we would, they would have, they would have,
0: mate, they they would have invented the world's best shaping machine in about 48.
1: Exactly. Not not even, I
0: mean, if, if Hitler, if Hitler had come back from the Ments just fully fucking amped, um, you know, built they,
1: wave pools across the, the Bavarian uh, countryside. Ab- absolutely,
0: that you know, if they if they had channeled all of the Luftwaffe and um, uh, what's the hmm. name of the uh, anyway, all of their all of that money into um developing fucking sticks and yeah and and yeah. wave pools, Jesus Christ! I mean, the Kelly Slater would have never existed. No, he that. wouldn't have even made the world tour. It would have just been, it would have been just this kind of um, endless supply of um, kind of uh, Mac- Michael Schumacher-esque shredders just fucking yeah. on the bloody, on the waves.
1: I know. Riding, riding blood- like, and- you know, riding sort of, I don't know, those kind of, those old German companies like BASF and Mercedes. Well, I yeah, am. And- BMW. And all, um, by Bayer
0: and uh, Bosch, yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, um, imagine I don't a know Bosch if... surfboard. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, a, a brown surfboard. Um, you'd only
1: buy one like every twenty years. You don't need one.
0: Um, imagine. Well, I don't know if you've if you ever saw this, but uh, when Garrett McNamara was at the at the peak of his Nazare powers, um, he was getting toe boards made by mercedes-benz and um oh yeah you have to have a look at them they're fucking ridiculous like the full design team from mercedes were were but each one was worth a stupid was like a hundred grand or something stupid maybe they're wearing lab
1: coats and like
0: i know fully it was the it was fully yeah completely i did not know that
1: yeah there you go like that that and 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 that was And for that type of a wave, we have to design a special board. And this board needs to be the fastest board you've ever surfed. Sleek, sexy, fast board. So I can only imagine what it's going to look like. It is the challenge of of speed and of dynamics. The
0: surfboard is a very pure body. It's half flying, it's floating, which makes this board. And to digitize a board like that and to work with board design, a very special thing.
1: So we can blow, for example, that speed, and uh, he he
0: can feel the wind resistance very precise, and can
1: uh, optimize his uh, stand.
0: That was just a little foray in the in the what the mid Mm. the the twenty the twenty tens. So fuck! Imagine if that had happened sixty years before, seventy years
1: before. I know, I know, because there is one. Big wave German surfer, I think, is it Sebastian? I can't Studner. pronounce his name. Studner. yeah. yeah. And you look at his website. I think he's got a some sort of a tie-in with one of the big car companies too. Oh, he's but, got it. He's he's
0: um he's. I mean, can you imagine
1: like, Holden making a surfboard?
0: Uh, no, no. Oh, I could. I mean, imagine. I can imagine uh, like Nissan making a surfboard. <laughs> I bet that that yeah. yeah that'd go fast. That'd go fast. That was, yeah. Um, now, there is the other alternative reality where Hitler got so shitty with the people that took him surfing. Um, and he came back to Berlin, and he actually, that just fueled him up to win the war. And then as well as... Um, oh. as well as Jews and gypsies, surfers got fucking all <laughs> taken to the death camps. Wow, Wow. So maybe, maybe he, maybe in the in that in another parallel universe, in, in a multiverse, three, um, surfing it gets wiped off the face of the earth by the Third
1: Reich. You were only here for a week. Well, I don't know. For me, like one week of it, it was like sort of it's like going on holiday with, like, I don't know. I wouldn't say Hitler, but certainly Goebbels. It was like a little holiday with Hitler. Jesus wow that's that's like too too awful to contemplate and kraut rock never exists it's just it's just endless endless
0: streams of um
1: morse Morse code or something
0: no no endless streams
1: of whatever that fucking crappy (laughs) Uh, music
0: Well, um, my link to surfing was uh, slightly different um, so as I said this whole idea of, of you know <laughs> without wanting to disparage our Teutonic brethren um, you know you don't with the exception of Krautrock Nina and um, Rammstein and maybe a couple of other um, oh, Boney M I guess um you on Canadian the whole, German.
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: no. yeah on the, on the whole you don't equate germany with kind of you know uh, earth shattering mm. music of course classical music we have got to give we we cannot um Yeah that there uh, <laughs> um but um uh, what i was thinking was that um there must be a link between kraut rock and something to do with surf right Mm. so i thought what is the what is the um part of surfing that is completely not popular what is the part of surfing that actually is just like kraut rock where people don't give a fuck because you know surfers are actually we are a bunch of we've talked about this before but surfers are the worst we're a bunch of wankers we're fucking conceited Mm. we're stuck up we're fucking all over the bloody all over the shop um, so right. I, I remembered kind of that um, I'd watched a documentary on surfing in the Great Lakes. Oh, yeah. And I think I, yeah. And, and so I went, um, I did a little bit of fishing around and I, I saw a couple of uh, little YouTube vids of, of the Great Lakes and, you know, there, there's obviously surf there and there's obviously, uh, um, you know, it's... It's hardcore. You can't say that being a, a surfer in the Great Lakes is anything but hardcore. And then I um, I managed to find this album that you can, uh, album, this uh, magazine that you can freely download that I would uh, recommend anyone anyone do. And it's called Great Lakes Surfer. Um, and uh, it's basically this whole testament to just the best things about surfing, um, which is wow. all about experimentation, community, parties, um, getting together, uh, discovering new waves, uh, irreverent stuff, hardcore people with icicles on their face, um, surfing <laughs> surfing by any means possible, travel, uh, music, the whole fucking kit and caboodle and then i kind of just thought well um there is a there's a massive link between and i i, I definitely this magazine is actually it's from kind of 10 years ago but um and yeah, i tell you what great. the cover to the boss. cover is kind of like what you would expect to see on the surfers journal um and it's yeah it's just epic and i, I just kind of thought hey this is um exactly like the Rock because so what i what i thought uh, Crowd, both Kraut Rock and uh, Surfing the Great Lakes, it's both organic, it's experimental, it's seemingly free of attitude. There's a search for purity, you know, in that I think in, um, in Kraut yeah. Rock, they're they kind of they're searching for purity. That's, uh, you know, they don't really give a fuck. They'll eat dog food, they'll ride donkeys yep. naked, whatever. They're not interested in time either, you know, like the obviously uh, if. Yeah. And I guess a lot of this, you know, kraut rock kind of influenced prog rock, and prog rock, every song goes for about three days and twenty-seven hours, right? Um, uh, collaboration heavy. Which, um, if you have a look at this magazine, the Great Lake Surfing Magazine, it's all about people working with one another. Guys building. There's a there's a really cool there's a really cool article about a guy um, <coughs> who makes boards. In the basement of his apartment in uh, Michigan, where of course you don't expect anyone to be making a fucking to be That's making so surfboards, um, and then yeah, just a whole lot of <clears throat> a whole lot of general stoke, um, uh, and actually style is is not an option. It's not give. No one gives yeah. a fuck about style. It's it's all about it's all about the enjoyment and no. Uh, I don't. I don't know That's about so living good. in the moment, but um, but certainly the enjoyment. And I I do get the uh the impression that um, Krautrock is kind of like that, and maybe maybe that was because they were these war babies without a past. Maybe maybe uh, they they were,
1: uh, they were in a lake. They were in their own lake. Well, exactly because yeah. in a
0: lake, no one's ever. There's no one. There's no fucking. Um. There's nobody who's gonna shout you out of the bloody surf for for being a fucking grommet or a kook or whatever. It's one of those things where if, if you find someone to
1: surf with, you're probably absolutely stoked. So um, yeah. And the best thing is you, you you rock up and you're not going to go, Oh fuck the tide's too low.
0: (laughs) The days on the lakes that are just horrible for anywhere surfing kind of like put you in a good mindset to, again, show you how you can change your perspective and have fun with something that's like not ideal. I go, wow, like I'm one of very few people that are doing this and it just feels really special. It feels unique and it feels like, like you can do anything. Like if I can survive a negative 20 right now and have fun and have a smile on my face that I'm like out here surfing, then, like, I can do anything, you know. Um, so, I think it's that—it's like that feeling of invincibility. You feel like you can conquer anything. Um, so that, that's, that that's was an my, amazing theory. My 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 brain kind of um, ran out of juice then, but um, that was my that was my uh, tenuous, very tenuous link between uh, <clears throat> surfing and uh, and krautrock.
1: I think I think it's amazing. Yeah. Well, I was th- just going to add to that because. Um, I think what you're saying is like that where you get these weird, unexpected surf communities, they probably initially idolize or sort of idealize the whole surfing lifestyle and try and live that, but they end up doing it better than we do. Well, and because of that exactly isolation, right. they kind of take the best bits and run with it. Whereas we get caught up in our own bullshit. That well, we and,
0: forget the the good stuff. Well, and just just as the Kraut Rockers basically started from year zero, um, these guys are doing the same thing, you know. And yeah. of course, of course, like everything, um, you know, there's obviously now kind of a, a second generation, or maybe I don't know. There'd,
1: there'd at least be a second generation of lake surfers. Um, mm. So, and the problem no. with like the problem with lake surfing. Yeah, I mean, it, especially in winter in those northern realms, is you could rock up and, and forgot forget to bring your saw, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or your or
0: your fucking shotgun to uh get you know to fend off the uh, the grizzlies.
1: Yeah, that's right. But yeah, that, that's interesting though. You said that the there's it's 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 either first or probably second generation surfers. None of these old cynical crusty old bastards
0: um the uh there was a debate on a on a uh another uh, surf podcast that i shall not mention
1: other surf podcasts yeah
0: yeah um and and they were they were talking about grumpy locals and how fucking just ridiculous it is to uh, uh you know grumpy locals are just yeah uh, it's, it's such a it's such a, a crazy annoying thing um you know it's nothing, crazy, nothing's nothing's ever nothing's ever good enough the surf's never good enough the fucking board's never good enough you know the crowds never never fucking the crowd's always too too much the tide's always too low the fucking <laughs> the wind's always too yeah. fucking even if it's <sighs> offshore it's too strong it's like fuck Now come on man. just you know. just go home
1: um <laughs> <laughs> um uh, but how about, what do you think about the river surfing? The fluss surfing? Fluss well, surfing? I mean,
0: I, I guess, obviously, the, um, you in, know, the, uh, Munich, the, the Eisbach, um, that's got to be considered the kind of first real river wave, would you not say? Certainly of uh, any, I yeah, mean, I remember. Of, I remember of him, note. Of note, yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably but, the worst one, but, but it just happens to be sitting in the middle of a, uh, um, middle of a big city so (laughs) um okay i've got a mini quiz for you oh cool um it won't take you very long um so we've mentioned a few names of kraut rocking bands Mm -hmm. um uh, i'm going to give you three album names and you have to tell me which artist um oh god these uh, albums oh, quizzes are so hard. put, put okay. out these albums, okay. Go um, <clears throat> okay, so the first album you probably should get this, it's called because it's quite famous Eggy Bam Yassi with a question mark. And when it means Eggy, it's E G E one word Bam Yassi B A M Y A S I question mark. Who, who put out that album? I'm gonna guess as I can yes good work mate good work nice <clears throat> <clears throat> this one's this one's the best album title of the three um collapsing sing virgil rookvarts and company or <laughs> well, and co i should say wow. collapsing sing virgil v-o with an umlaut g-e-l rookvarts U. um <laughs> Maybe that's a that's actually I'll give you a little cryptic that's a cryptic clue there and co. Oh
1: God, I'm just gonna guess Faust.
0: No, it was Armand. The second. Okay, and uh, and the third one. uh, Short sharp, album title Zeit. Zeit. Um, Hmm. Was it Noi? No, it was Tangerine Dream. Ah, uh, wow. <clears throat> um, and One out of three. Not very good. <laughs> well, that's pretty good, I would say. And just a little aside, um, we haven't mentioned this band at all, but another, apparently another kraut rocking band was called um, Embryo. <clears throat> and they had an album called Surfing. What? Yeah. There and it's even go. it's even surfing with an no G and, a, no G. A, and,
1: and an apostrophe. Surfing, dude. Surfing. Like yeah. it. Like it. So good. Well, I've got a question. Okay. Um, so this is surf-related. <coughs> That's a little clue. Jesus. Um, okay. In a museum in New Zealand, I think it's a war museum, there is a genuine nazi era or or wartime nazi overcoat you know you can picture those leather overcoats who owned it before it went to the museum how did it end up in new zealand
0: mickey dora
1: you bing
0: (laughs) how
1: crazy is that
0: well I knew I, I, I didn't know about the story but I definitely knew that Dora wore Nazi stuff to either yeah either because he was just a complete psycho or because he liked to get a rise out of people I was going to yeah. say um <clears throat> excuse me I was going to say Leroy the masochist but because um, he also um, he also wears one doesn't he in in uh, in big Wednesday uh. I'm Leroy, the masochist. <laughs> I live here. My friend is close to
1: death and we need to get him in the water. He doesn't have a board. Could we possibly use your fine... <laughs> Don't lend my stick to anyone. Uh, sorry. About that. Um, can I hit you? I know that was a little bit of a quiz. I, I know we're, we're kind of going over time now, but um, I did okay. a little bit of research into German punk music. Um, and I, I got to say, most of the stuff I listened to didn't really float my boat. But uh, I tell you what uh, they did do well is band names. German punk band names are just next level. Let's, let's hear. How's it. this? Uh, De Tottenhausen. Yes, I've um, heard.
0: I've heard of De Tottenhausen.
1: Oh, have you? Which literally mm-hmm. means the dead trousers, which is a, uh, I think it's a, a, a sort of a, a euphemism for erectile dysfunction. The sperm birds, um, spitting off tall buildings, Jesus. and um. This band sounds pretty funny. They're called Wizzo, or actually probably a and um, the band espouses left-wing politics and describes themselves as against Nazis, racists, sexists, and other assholes. (laughs) And they're part of a German movement called Fun Punk. And um, one of the Fun Punk. How good is that? And he says one of the band members says, whereas some bands sing about prison and the doll we sing about pilchards and bums. So
0: there you go. <laughs> well, Pilchers. can I
1: pilchards and bums. Um, yeah. You've got
0: to love a pilchard. Um, great bait and uh, not bad eating. Um, can I just add to that? This is nothing to do with German punk, but it is punk, <clears throat> pop punk, I suppose. But it has a German um, connotation. It's one of my favourite band names of all time um pansy division
1: oh yes they're an interesting <clears throat> band hey the pansy division i mean yeah hardcore sort p- of rock band
0: yeah power power punk or pop punk um power pop queer core they call it queer core, queer core. <clears <clears <throat> yeah um but I, I, good, I just hey? think that that's 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 just such a great name pansy division i bet yeah. i bet the pansy division you could uh you know I wonder if that if they turned up with their uh, on their Panzers at, um, at the Moroccan point breaks, what what the locals would would think down there. So good. Yeah,
1: um, that's so good. Um, and um, or I, I, well, one thing we should have mentioned in the surf realm influenced by uh, Germany would have to be. I think it's the reason most of us surf get out of bed in the morning is, um, shaving Shaden Feralda. Shaden yeah. Literally means damaged joy. I mean, kook slams, cook of the day. I mean, whatever. Who doesn't oh, love seeing <clears throat> their mate getting sucked <throat> over the falls?
0: I I was surfing out um a very tubular beach break the other day, and it was particularly good. <clears throat> and uh man, I saw one guy just go like literally. So hard over the falls, just with, with the, the board, lip, with the board, oh, with the lip, yeah. in, oh. right into the sand. And it was, I just fucking, I turned to another guy and we just laughed at each other. It was fucking <laughs> anyway, shouden mm, mm. watching well, your watching your watching your buddy get sucked out in a rip.
1: <laughs> so much joy! So much joy you can get uh, from that. So, All right,
0: now um, Dazza, Dazza, I'm gonna um, push off. I'm gonna to say tootle pip because uh, I'm, I'm gonna be uh, judging some bloody surfers in the morning. So, um,
1: oh yeah, you need your head in the right space, hey? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, hoping that we, uh, that the judges get to sample the, the, uh, the reef break for an hour or so before just to be make, just to make sure it's, um, you know, doing the right thing. So, we'll
1: yeah. we well, shall I'm see. Com- can we finish? I don't know I'm, I'm keeping you up, but um, you're right. Because c- basically, the motoric drumming was my big thing for Germany. Um, so drumming, and I, I just thought I tried to start a joke section a while back, and it, it fell pretty flat. But I, <laughs> I, I, I got a few drumming jokes. Nothing like a great, uh, a good bit of drumming jokes. Okay. Drummers, uh, drummers are always the butt of the joke in the band. Um, so here we go. Uh, okay. What's the last thing a drummer says in a band? Hey, how about we try one of my songs? Um, Pause for laughter. Sorry, Um,
0: sorry, sorry. Don't worry.
1: (laughs) How is a drum solo- I'm I'm,
0: I'm not laughing at the joke. I'm laughing at the fact that I just completely had a mental fucking meltdown.
1: (laughs) How is a drum solo like a sneeze? You know it's coming but there's nothing you can do about it <laughs> that's a good one i've got a
0: very not n- not bad nazi joke
1: <laughs> that's we'll have to finish on that
0: <laughs> okay so um what do nazis eat for breakfast okay pops <laughs> luft waffles <laughs> see that's that's not bad is it that's, that's not <laughs> that's nasty that's not nasty <laughs> that's so
1: good we got that's it good night uh, that was all awesome alright um <laughs>
0: please everyone come to our uh insta spams um tales from the shack and sound waves does it be um there's a function that I just discovered on um another uh instagram where you can actually email from the instagram so um, <clears throat> excuse me, I have to set it up, but um, that way everyone can just... It's a one-stop shop for telling us how shit we are. So, please okay. do that.
1: Okay, send us a message. Mm-hmm. But, um, okay, well, I'm going to have a bit of breakfast, a bit of German breakfast. I'm going to have some Reich bubbles. You Yew. do. Get, get hmm Okay,
0: brother. Okay, cheers.
1: Sure. Okay. Sure. Hum, <laughs>